Hello and welcome to another episode of Cryptic Comments, a podcast about cryptic crosswords with me, Matt. So today we've got another one of my crossword companion episodes where I'll do my best to guide you through a puzzle and give you a fighting chance of completing it. Uh, Solving cryptic crosswords is one of my favourite things to do now, but when I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. If it hadn't been for my wife Rachel sat next to me explaining some of the jargon, wordplay and tricks that the crossword setters use, there's no way I'd have stuck at it long enough to be good enough to actually enjoy doing it. So I've decided to be that person for you, Uh, not your wife, obviously, Uh, if you need it. I'm going to presume that you have a basic understanding of how cryptics work, but maybe not all the little fiddly bits like some of the more advanced or tricky wordplay elements or bits of jargon. So that's what I'm here to help with. If you do really have no idea what you're doing with cryptics, don't worry. There's lots of websites and even books that can explain what's going on. But to put it very briefly, a cryptic crossword clue, just like a standard sort of quick quick crossword clue, gives you a definition, but unlike a standard clue, it deliberately defines it in quite a misleading way. To give you a chance to get it, there's usually an additional bit of word, paid like an anagram or something, which points to the answer as well. So it does take a bit of getting your head round at the start, but once you've done a couple of clues, especially with someone guiding you a bit, like me, it does start to make sense, honestly. So today I'll start off by giving you a few general hints about the puzzle that we're looking at, things like some abbreviations that you might only ever see in a cryptic crossword, or a particular wordplay element that comes up a few times in the puzzle. After that, if you want to carry on listening, (coughs) comes up a few times in the puzzle. After that, if you want to carry on listening, I'll go into a bit more depth and give you a specific tip for each clue in turn. I'll do my best not to spoil the answer, uh, but for example, I might tell you which part of the clue is a definition or point out an anagram indicator to make things a bit clearer. I'm going to try and publish one of these episodes each week. Don't forget that Rachel and I also host a weekly group solve on Twitch, which you're very welcome to join in on. There's a friendly bunch of people that come along and help solve a couple of puzzles with us. And you can get involved in the chat if you like, or you can just watch us suffer as we try and solve them in real time. And um, in the show notes, I'll give you a link to the channel where you can also find recordings of older streams if you want to check it out before, you know, uh, joining us. then then do if you get stuck on any of this stuff feel free to say hello to me on twitter i'm at bupkus b-u-p-k underscore e-s i know it's a stupid name there Um, and i'm also very open to feedback so do drop me a line with any suggestions i'd appreciate it and if you go to anchor.fm slash cryptic comments you can even leave me a voice message i would love to hear from you So today's puzzle is the Cryptic 1049 by Hectense, published in The Guardian back in December of 2019. Uh, I've put a link to the puzzle in the show notes, as well as a link to the 15squared.net breakdown, explaining to you what all the answers are and um, why they're the answers. So really showing you in detail what all the breakdown of the of the wordplay is. I mean... If you really, really can't get the answer, then you've got the reveal button on the um, on the Guardian website, or you can go to 15 squared, but don't give up too easily. But having said that, if you really can't work it out, there's absolutely no shame in, you know, looking up on 15 squared. There's no shame in looking at the reveal button. And if you're anything like me, you know, I'm constantly having to Google stuff and look it up with a dictionary. So yeah, just do that. I'll also give you a link to Hectense on Twitter, so you can say hello 
and to the Wikipedia article on cryptic crosswords, which, along with some history and stuff like that, has a useful list of different types of wordplay. So I may be using some terms uh, in this podcast, which you might want to look up at some point if it doesn't make immediate sense. Most of the jargon sort of makes sense, you know, in the name. But having said that, feel free to look it up. You can't do too much research. So here's a few general hints and thoughts about the crossword. So firstly, a few abbreviations and things. Just to say that crossword setters, at least those in the Guardian, can't use abbreviations in their clues that aren't actually in the dictionary. Uh, That's the Chambers Dictionary, of course, the proper dictionary. But be warned, there are loads of abbreviations in there. So, um, you know, yeah, there's loads. Some of them are well known, and you'll already know them, and some of them are not so much. So, for example... um, AM is going to be, you know, is, is you know, morning is AM, for example. Not always, but, you know, you probably know <laughs> that if it's 10 AM, it's 10 in the morning. And the same thing if it's the evening, if it's 10, if it's, if it's evening, it might be PM. It might not be, but it might be. Um, and then something like OR um, or AU might be gold. That's maybe not so well known, but, you know, chemical elements and stuff like that are going to be in there. Or something like IE for that is, or... Um, O can mean nothing. I don't know if that's an abbreviation as such, whether it's just because it looks like a zero, but yeah, O could be nothing in a cryptic crossword. If you see team, if that could be like, uh, well, yeah, sometimes it's like an 11 or an XI because like a football team's got 11 players. If you see the word doctor, then you might it might be looking for MB or MD or GP. Um, although, again, you know, that's how they get you. You get used to that sort of thing. And then suddenly doctors being used to indicate an anagram, you know, like you doctor a, a something and you muck about with it. So don't be don't be fooled. I <laughs> don't think it's always going to be it's always going to be that. Again, GI, um, that could be soldier, um, you know, or soldier could be RE for Royal Engineers or RA for Royal Artillery or even ant like a soldier ant. I mean, you know, um, this is the thing. This is the thing about English. So many different things can mean different things. L, um, you might have line, you might have left, you might have R for right. New comes in quite often. And again, new could indicate an anagram um, because it will be those letters in a new, presented in a new way. But often N can be new. W can be wife. H can be husband. Island, IS can be island. Um, You see that on maps sometimes it's shortened to IS. Um, If you see the word point, Sometimes, sometimes it's going to be point on a compass like N, S, E, W, North, South, East, West. But then also N, S, E, W could be um, a player like in bridge. So this is player. It could be uh, a bridge reference. Uh, there's loads of bridge references, a bit like cricket in, uh, in crosswords. You can have P for president. You can have A for American, Y for young, um, TT like the TT races. Uh, D could be day or daughter. CH can be companion of honor or OBE, all these different honors and stuff like that. I don't know what they all are. I have to look them up half the time. But yeah, that kind of thing. And then there's other like little words. Um, it's a bit like knowing other little tiny words for Scrabble. So you got UR, I think that's pronounced Ur. So that's that's like an old ancient city from somewhere, maybe Mesopotamia. I don't know. But yeah, if it says old city, it might be Ur. Um, or um, one in, in this puzzle actually is Gangster. And um, that's often A-L for Al Capone. So there you go.
again, not an abbreviation, but it does come up fairly often, relatively often, a bit like, you know, you might have Shay for Che Guevara, it might say revolutionary, and it kind of trick you, because revolutionary sometimes means anagram, but sometimes means Shay. There you go. <laughs> anyway, moving on, here's a few general thoughts about the quit about the puzzle, and then um, I'll move on to the more sort of in-depth clue by clue kind of thing. Okay, so some thoughts. So as ever, uh, and like I talked about in the last episode, as ever, the word in is doing a lot of work in this puzzle. It's mostly indicating insertions, but don't rely on that. You know, it's a tricky word in. It basically means anything in crosswords. So yeah, but there you go. That was just something that I spotted. Um, another word in here that's a classic three-letter crossword word that I never see anywhere else. Um, I won't tell you it right now. But yeah, it's a three-letter cross... Uh, I say crossword word. It's one of those words that I never see anywhere apart from in crosswords. Um, I'm not talking here about gen, meaning information. Have you heard that one, gen? Give us the gen, G-E-N. That can mean information sometimes, or I think it comes from intelligence, I suppose. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this one, this three-letter classic crossword word, um, you, you know, you might want to Google for it or even get out a dictionary if you're feeling particularly old school. Um, it would help if you have both the crosses. So the crosses, if, if someone says crosses in a crossword, that's like letters that you've got in an answer that you've got because you've solved a different one, if you see what I mean. So like one so like one down and one across, the first letter of that is going to be the same in both. So if you get one across, then you've probably got the first letter of one one down. Yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, you, you, you might be able to get it just by looking at it, but yeah, good luck with that. Um, there's some pretty standard good anagram indicators in this puzzle. Look out for words meaning things like mucking about or drunk or make. Uh, there's one quite sneaky anagram. <laughs> there's one quite sneaky anagram indicator, which I believe is what they call a lift and separate bit of wordplay. Um, and I, I never really quite get the hang of what that means, but it basically means that you know um, the definition part and the wordplay part are kind of all smushed together and. Um, it's quite difficult to tell where one ends and one begins. So it's, it basically means like quite a clever bit of misdirection in the wordplay. Um, in this one, the anagram indicator and the fodder, which uh, the fodder is a jargon word to mean the letters are actually being mixed up. In this one, are kind of all smushed together into one word. So you'll probably notice that when you when you get to it. There's one classic dad joke um, clue in this one. Uh, dad joke or, or pun or whatever you want to call it. You can often tell those kind of ones by the question marks at the end. That's a bit of a clue for you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, if you don't like dad jokes, you're not going to like cryptic crosswords. I found this puzzle had a nice mix of clue types and wordplay. There were some reversals and some hidden clues. Some ones where you're just picking out individual letters from words to make another word or part of another. Plenty of charades, obviously. They're pretty standard in cryptic crosswords. Charades being ones where, you know, it'll just be... This word and that word make that word. Yeah. Um, don't forget to check out the Wikipedia page or one of the other many, many resources online to look up what some of those terms mean if you're not sure. A um, couple more things. I thought this was quite an unusual grid. Um, thir 13A and tw 23A, so tw 13 across and 23 across, have four letters in a row which are crosses, which I don't think I've seen very often. Yeah. So anyway, that was good. And this puzzle was mercifully short on references to fish or boats or crickets, which I very much enjoyed. And finally, um, 
word to the wise. Pay attention to what words like maybe or perhaps are doing in clues in this puzzle. They can often indicate that you're looking for an example of a thing. So if you get a clue that says like bay, perhaps, it, the answer might be tree, because bay is a kind of tree, or leaf, because bay is obviously uh, going on from that, a type of leaf, uh, but it might be San Francisco, because San Francisco is a bay, or window, or even, God forbid, Michael uh, Bay. Uh, yeah, if the crossword editor allows references to living people, that is. And there you go, that's the end of the sort of general clues. And now we're going to move on to the clue by clue tips section of the podcast. Hello, right then, let's start with the across clues. I'm just going to go through in order. Um, that's not how I solve crosswords. You have to be mad to do it like that because you don't get to take advantage of all the crosses. But if you want to do it like that, if you want to make your life more difficult, you go ahead. So I'm going to zip through these. Um, you might want to go forward or backward at your, you know, don't feel you have to listen to the whole thing in one go. But um, here we go. So seven across. Here's a tip. Transport is an anagram indicator. Number eight across um, picked up in this one is telling you, you know, picked up can mean any number of things. But in this case, picked up is telling you it's a sounds like. So if you pick, you know, I didn't quite pick pick that up. Um, it's a sounds alike or uh, the technical term is homophone clue sounds like. Number nine. Uh, OK, yeah. Think of an abbreviation for company. And um, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but you just so you know, you can mean upper class or posh. So just the letter U. If you're not sure why, look it up. Uh, ten across. Last of. We're talking here about the last letter of a word. And the definition here is one big chunk. That's not a word that I thought was a real word. I thought it was just a sort of playground word. But there you go. It is. Number 12 across. I'm not going to give you any more clues for this one. I think I gave some pretty good hints in part one um, earlier on with the abbreviations and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think. I think you'll get this. Yeah. Go back and listen to what I said before. Um, OK, number 13 across Oh, this one. Jota is the definition. Notice the question mark at the end, which does indicate this is something of a pun. Um, Jotto is a definition. Just think about this. If the book is a printed copy, what would it not be? Okay. Right. Number 16, little fish is a definition. This is a fiddly one, I thought, with a few abbreviations in it, which you'll have to sort of slot together. Number 19, one of my favourite clues in the puzzle. In this case, A is A. Uh, and again, there's a lot of abbreviations. 22 across, hopefully, this one is fairly straightforward, if you, especially if you have the first four letters from the crosses. Again, um, there's a few in a row here, a few abbreviations. So check out my list from only a few minutes ago. 25. This got me. Any number here is N, just so you know. A bit of a spoiler, but there you go. I got my head wrapped around this one for ages. I was thinking it would be X or Y, like an algebra. It often is sometimes with number things. But it's just N. What a fool. Anyway, uh, I thought this was quite a nice clue with a misdirection, haha, in the definition. So I hope you enjoy that one. Number 27 across. I have already said that races is TT. I think that's a motorbike race. I don't know. Anyway, races is TT here. Spoilers. Uh, 
so this should be okay for you. The answer is maybe quite a Britain-specific word. So if you're not from Britain, uh, or you're not living in Britain, or have spent some time here, or with people from Britain, it might be more tricky. Um, but if you Google British slang for sandwiches, you probably should find it. Um, it's a sandwich that we sometimes put chips in. Mm. Uh, it's a very nice surface, I thought. Um, the clue reads like a normal sort of sentence and it's a little bit of a misdirection. 28 across. Nothing obvious up front is telling you that you need to put the obvious bit, or another word for obvious, before something that means nothing. And in 29, similarly, this one, um, in this one behind, is telling you the president is after swindle. I hope that makes sense to you. And number 30 across, a nice, simple anagram. Lovely. And the down clues, number one down, that's another little charade, nice and simple, and stay out of trouble is the definition. Number two, got another use of behind, but this time it's doing a different job. That's how they get you. Broadband at last is, in this case, it's telling you to use the last letter of broadband. Number three, again, this is pretty much entirely abbreviations, which I covered earlier, so, you know, go back and listen to that. Number four, oh, I was convinced this was Holland for a while. Maybe that's because that's my name. <laughs> but I was wrong, sort of wrong, slightly wrong. I was right in the majority, but I was wrong. Uh, in this case, and is and. And take note of primarily, which is doing a similar job to at last a couple of clues back. Number five, P is always quiet in these things, unless it isn't. You're looking for a very old fashioned interpretation of look here. So maybe like a biblical kind of a word. And six, like P for quiet, there's often a lot of musical terminology in cryptic crosswords. This is one of those. I will tell you that trouble in this case is a three letter word you would find in the title of a Shakespeare play. Even if you don't know the musical term, you may be able to work out the answer just from the word play. The definition is slow movement and you can ignore the bit that says four. Number 11 down. As this is a down clue, climbing can indicate a reversal. And it, well, it can and it does, in fact. Number 14 down, a classic hidden clue, not the basic kind where it's a word that's just simply sat there in a word or phrase, like you'll find the word her in there, or sick in basic kind, basic kind. Yeah, the last three letters are basic and the first letter of kind. Uh, but in this case, odd bits is saying you need to pick out certain letters out of a wordier in this case. I'll leave that one with you. Number 15, do you remember when we were talking about perhaps earlier, this is what I was talking about. What could space be an example of that might be legend in another context? 16, there's a word in this clue doing the same kind of job as primarily and at last we're doing in previous clues. That's all you're getting on that one. Number 17, the definition here is mother. It's a non-obvious word, or at least it was to me when I first started doing crosswords, but now I see it quite often. You should be able to get this just using the abbreviations I listed earlier. You might have to you might have to go back and look up the meaning of the word afterwards. Or maybe it's a really well-known word that I just uh, didn't know. <laughs> I just hadn't heard of. 18 down. From here, from here, from. The word from here is indicating a hidden word. And number 20, uh, all I'll say is this is a nice little anagram, I thought. Number 21, I found this one really hard to pass. Uh, when I say pass, pass, P-A-R-S-E, which kind of means to work out what the wordplay was doing. So good luck 
<laughs> there are a couple of examples of words doing a bit of work pointing to specific letters in other words, so like we've looked at before. So for example, top. And the definition makes perfect sense if you think of all the meanings of the word retire. Number 23, briefly here means you're cutting a word short by one letter. Number 24, eventually is the definition. In is often used in cryptics for popular and fashionable amongst several million other things uh, that it can be used for. 25, I spent ages banging my head against this clue as I was convinced diamonds was ice. Because it, it is sometimes, uh, and it wasn't. Maybe is an important word here. I talked about this before. Give it a think. And finally, 26 down. Think of ways you could replace when in a sentence, like when I was going to the shops. And what kind of a noise would you make to express disapproval? Okay, there you go. That's all the clues for each individual clue. Okay, that's it. So how did we do? I hope you found that helpful and that it wasn't too spoilerish or too vague. It's a hard one to judge, I must admit. Please do get in touch with me to let me know what you think. And if you do think there's anything I could do to add or take things away or just carry on doing with the podcast to make it better, please let me know. You can message me on Twitter at bupkus, B-U-P-K underscore E-S or leave a message, which I might play on a future episode. So, well, unless you tell me not to, uh, but please do at anchor.fm slash cryptic comments. Also, please, please do share this with anyone who you think might find it beneficial. That's the whole point of me doing this. So please do share it with anyone you think, um, you know, might might benefit from it. And finally, please, please, please do join us at Cryptic Sunday um, on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash cryptic Sunday every, and you probably have guessed it from the name, every Sunday at 12 noon UK time. We'd love to meet you and we're very happy to answer any questions and explain all the clues as we go along. If, well, I say we explain them if we can solve them, that is. Um, there's often people on there that can, thankfully. I often struggle under pressure to solve cryptic crosswords. But I think that's quite encouraging for people that are beginners to hear people that are supposedly supposed to be relatively good at doing it, still completely unable to work out what is going on. So yeah, do join us then. So there you go. That's everything for this week. I will hopefully come back next week with another one of these. Again, feedback to me, say hello. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye.